Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best savage show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Tunes X and Channel 80 as well as tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas, I'll give you credit for being a good sport because Sam Pierce, Devin Kane, and Shannon Penn are dudes behind the scenes. They are just letting you have it about the Falcons losing for the first time this year to the Detroit Lions over the weekend. They are. But you can't dish it out and not be able to take it. Uh Pause. You know, because sometimes (laughs) your day is going to come, right? And when your day comes, you got to be able to, you Uh know, take it just like you gave it to people. But here's the thing. Dick LeBeau told me this, man. The great Dick LeBeau, Mm. uh, a human being I have the utmost respect for. He said, Harry, you know what? Sometimes you get the bear. Sometimes the bear gets you. The bears got me this week, guys. Yes, they do. You're like it's Le- gotten me. You're like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I'm, trying to, right I'm trying to lay up underneath the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got to get bit. I gotta, I'm trying to cuddle with the bear. Let him know I'm on his side. Yeah, you, you need the bear to have somebody else to be sleeping with that enemy compared exactly. to what happened over the weekend to your Falcons, <laughs> my Jets and Cowboys, and their New York Giants when it's all said and done. As a matter of fact, Harry's already gone through it when it comes this week and the Falcons losing it. But three other entities had it worse than he did. We'll get to that in about 10 minutes. And one of those entities may be the New York Jets as a collective. Everything seems so promising. Going into the season, they get Aaron Rodgers. They had Garrett Wilson. They go get Dalvin Cook at the end of training camp. They got those filthy McNasties on defense. And then four plays in. Brown. Even though they're one and two. And they were lucky to win that game against the Buffalo Bills. They still want to believe in Zach Wilson. Maybe not so much when it comes to their head coach, Robert Salah. When he was asked the question, is Zach Wilson is still the starting quarterback going forward? And it took him a minute to find the words. Has Zach shown you enough to keep him as the starter going yeah, forward? Yeah, he's fine. That's not a question. Uh, at, what, at what point do you just decide maybe, you know, you don't want to let the season get away from you? So do you continue to go, like, if it continues to go in this bad direction? We're, we're, still, we're still early in the season. You know, we knew that even even with Aaron at quarterback, we knew that there was going to be some hiccups along the way because of the new offense, new play caller, new line, new 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 just new players all over the uh, offense side of the ball. And now you've got this curveball that was sent to us, and so there's you know they're they're acclimating and they're they're going to get better, but it's still very early in the season. Paul thing. <laughs> just trying to find the words. He t- uh, he sounds deflated, Freddie, yeah. and I and I understand, man. It's, it's like that sometimes when you know you have pieces to the puzzle to try to get somewhere, which is the playoffs. They haven't been there since 2010. And you came into this season with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, and mm-hmm. you knew, not thought, not not maybe or possibly, possibility that we can get there. You knew that, hey, you know what? We're going to have an opportunity to be Super Bowl contenders. But that's derailed four plays into your season, and now you got to go back to a yeah. a movie theater to see a movie in which we've already <laughs> seen before. We've seen that with Zach Wilson, and and I would say this: 
when you look at the two teams in this matchup, in this game, you look at the New England Patriots who basically say, you know what, we're going to come in, we're going to establish the run and run the ball, Mm -hmm. and we're going to play great defense. Mac Jones, don't mess it up. Well, Mac Jones did his job. Right. He passed for 201 yards, one touchdown, uh, no interceptions, didn't turn it over. The run game, 40 rushes for 157 yards, and he did not get sacked. Now, if it's one thing for the Jets defense that I would say, hey, you got to go get the quarterback. And then they had that one blown coverage right. in which, you know, either that safety is responsible, a sauce gardener, somebody either has to carry that tight end down the seam of the football field or Sauce Gardner, it's his job to overlap that scene. So it was miscommunication there. But sometimes, you know, things can be so bad at the quarterback position. Uh-huh. Hell, you forget to communicate defensively. Well, here's the deal with what you just said, that they have to go get the quarterback. That's just a defensive thing. That's an offensive thing. The problem with that thing for the New York Jets is that, like you mentioned, no one thinks about a plan B until you have to execute one. Yep. They weren't worried about a plan B. They thought for sure, man, whoo. We do not have to put that guy in the football field this year when it comes to Zach Wilson. And four plays in, oh my God, we got to put that guy back on the football field when it comes to Zach Wilson. And when you're this kind of team with that kind of talent at everywhere but that position, anything you do as a mistake is going to cost you a ball game. They don't blow that coverage. Maybe they find some way to win this game 10-8, 10-7, whatever that is. But anytime something like that happens to the defense, Harry, seven points feels like 14 or 21 because you got a guy quarterback that they have no choice but to continue with because they were not worried about him being the plan B that was going to show up. Well, now plan B has become plan A, and they don't want it. That's why poor Mike Greenberg on Get Up This Morning sounded like this saying, not only is the season over, but there could be a mutiny. They have to get that kid off the field. They have to. It really doesn't matter who else they play. They have to get him off the field. He can't play. It's about having someone who can run an offense that will make the rest of the players not want to give up. You can't have two seasons in a row of the team just knowing we can't compete or you're going to ruin some of these young, good players. I mean, this is a disaster. Zach Wilson is, whether it's his fault or not, he is the biggest reason. They have to do something about it. And it doesn't help the that a report came out that Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan called them to say we're available and the Jets refused the call. How do you do that if you're Joe Douglas? They were literally saying we'll play for the minimum wage and a per diem in the, in the cafeteria for the team locker room. And they said, nah, we got Zach Wilson. We're good. And a week later, you got a coach searching for words when he knows the easy answer is we can't play this guy, but it's not that easy with plan B in the New York Jets. And I would say this, in the two guys you just mentioned, Carson Wentz and also Matt Ryan, even though the last time we've seen those two quarterbacks, it wasn't good, but I think they do have a body of work that does show good, right? It, it really does. And, and I thought about Carson Wentz. I was like, okay, maybe they don't need that type of, you know, mindset in the locker room but at this mm-hmm. point right now at this juncture in the season that mindset that I, I, I wouldn't give a damn good. i wouldn't give a damn right like i wouldn't care if you if you brought him in honestly if if, if if we seen him learn the playbook or learn some of the playbook and go out there and give the jets a at least a fighting chance i i just personally feel like zach wilson as the quarterback doesn't give the jets the best opportunity to win football games and that can be upsetting because that defense yeah. only gave up 
13 points, Freddie. The other two points came from a safety in which the offensive line, and geez, I ain't even got on them yet. Mm-hmm. They, they have to be better. You would think if Aaron Rodgers goes down and he's hurt, you know what, guys? We got to step it up that much more. We got the backup in. One quarterback is already hurt. We, 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 we just got to be better. I haven't seen that from that offensive line. But what if they can't be better because this is their ceiling? As much as we can say you got to step it up. That's a good point. What if you are not capable physically and mentally to do that? Because we put that kind of stress on Zach Wilson. You want to know who that's on there? It's on Nathaniel Hackett. It, it's on Nathaniel Hackett and the GM. Yeah. It's on Nathaniel Hackett. You're right. They're the one that orchestrated this unit and those guys to be in there. And if they can't get it done, then who brought them in? That's why Robert Sala said when they asked about getting another quarterback, he was like, uh, that's a Joe question. He didn't want any part of that. When you're already deflecting to the general manager, like, look, I'm just, I'm just coaching the guys that he gave me. I'm just coaching the guys that he brought in. We all agree that this is the guy we wanted to be drafted when it comes to Zach Wilson. Like I said, to be fair, the Jets placed that quarterback in an unwinnable situation because people looked at him and said he was okay in college at BYU, and you take him with the second pick of the draft over other luminaries like a Justin Fields at Ohio State at that time and a Mac Jones at Alabama. The Jets told everybody, this is the guy we want because he fits what we do. Well, yeah, they're right. You know what he fits what they do? Not winning football games. They are 1-9 in, in, in their last 10 games. So they're right. He fits what they do. Not being a winning organization when it comes to that. The minute you made that decision, the Jets organization, you placed Zach Wilson in an unwinnable situation because no one should have expected that he was going to be anything more than what they thought he was going to be, even with the second pick in the draft. And Freddie, I, it's hard for me to sit up here and look at this game and you look at the stats and see the New York Jets were 2-14 for 14 on third downs. Oof. But when you look at the red zone efficiency, they scored a touchdown in the red zone. Mm-hmm. You know between both teams – yeah. The Jets were the only team to even get in the red zone? Wow. That's not even baby steps. That's just a baby step. That, that, <laughs> that is crazy to me. And then you also look at the rushing yardage, and for the Jets to only have 38 yards rushing. On, on 22 carries. Yeah, like that's, that's troubling. That, that bothers me. But I will, I will say this. When it's crunch time and you know it's your last resort, mm-hmm. when, when Zach Wilson was able to make a few throws – yeah. I, Maybe the next game they started off like that. Let, let's just let him let's, – let's go no huddle. Let's go quickly. Yeah. Two minute, but I don't, I don't think it's going to matter. Harry, you know who they played this Sunday, right? Kansas City. Yeah. It won't matter. It's going to be ugly. You thought 41 to 10 was bad with Chicago? It may be a lot worse for the Jets. Oh, and Spag's about to blitz him too. Oh. He's about to get blitz from all angles. Oh, I never thought goodness. we would see human sacrifice in the NFL. We might see one this Sunday when the Jets play the Kansas City Chiefs. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Poor Sam Prison, our producer, had to walk out of the room after hearing that whole exchange. He's like, <laughs> I had enough of this. Thanks for joining us at ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance of motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. From the top stories in sports, this is a huge story to the bottom. So we reach the bottom of the barrel. This is three up, three down. We always give you the good and the bad, and we flip flop it each and every week. Sometimes I'm the doom or gloom, but for this weekend and this week, Harry Douglas is the doom and gloom. Part of three up, three down here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. My first one, <laughs> easy. I think the Miami Dolphins just scored again. (laughs) 
They scored 70 points in the game in an NFL game. Even Raheem Mostert, the running back, was asked about, why didn't you guys go for the record? Even he felt sorry for the Denver Broncos and the Dolphins running back. I found out uh, when I was talking to Jalen Ramsey on the sideline. He was like, you know, we were right there at the end, and um, I, was, I was hoping that we kicked it, but unfortunately we didn't. So, I mean, that's, honestly, that's, that's, that's respect, you know, just because, um, you know, you, you don't go for it like that. And the way Mikey handled it, Mikey, I call him Mikey, but McDaniel handled it. I think that I was very professional. Even Bilal hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESP and HDogs83 saying, when I saw that score last night, my being in Denver, I thought it was the NBA preseason, the WNBA playoffs. That's how bad it was. <laughs> That's the ultimate number one of my three up. The Dolphins hanging a 70 cheeseburger with lettuce, tomato, onions, french fries, and a strawberry shake over the heads of the Denver Broncos. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. That team that played the Dolphins... That defense, that's my number one down, the Denver Broncos. You're talking about a unit that not only has been awful, not bad, Freddie, but awful this entire season. You just gave up 350 yards passing to the Miami Dolphins. You just gave up over 350 yards rushing to the Miami Dolphins. You allowed the Miami Dolphins to score 10 touchdowns. Literally, you got 70 points scored on you in an NFL football game. Do you know how hard it is to score in the National Football League? To better yet let someone score 70 points on you? So, Sean Payton, the D.C., defensive players, where's your pride? Somebody got to get bit. Somebody got to get bit. Somebody got – something got to happen. You can't sit there and take that ass whooping like that. Yeah. Something got to happen, man. Yeah. So, the Dolphins – excuse me, the Broncos defense is number one on my down list. They scored 10 touchdowns in the NFL game yesterday. The Chicago Bears may not score 10 touchdowns the rest of the season. That's how bad it was for the Denver Broncos in that one. Man, you know what I'm doing to somebody underneath that pile. You know what? Go ahead, Freddie, because I'm, I'm done. I'm about to go on a rent. Number two. My number two, while Harry's biting people, um, Ohio State did not get bit by Notre Dame, although Notre Dame helped by having only 10 players in the line of scrimmage. But I give credit to Ohio State. Could have been very easy to throw the ball. Three seconds left. They said, you know what? We're going to make it physical. And they got that one yard. They got that touchdown. They beat Notre Dame 16-14. to A lot of teams in 21st century football, Harry, would have tried to roll out, throw the ball, do this. Ohio State said, what are we made of? We're going to find out. It also helped. And you were there, Harry, in South Bend, Indiana, in front of Fair Catch Corby and Touchdown Jesus and all of you wearing the Rudy outfits. They decided to only have 10 men because of a lack of communication, but I give Ohio State credit for making it work and not losing that game at Notre Dame. They're my number two. Well, let me go ahead and let my number two down match your number two up. Okay. The defense of Notre Dame had 10 people on the damn field, Freddie. Not only on the last play of the game, it was the play before the last play of the game, and it was after a timeout. Freddie, it was after a timeout that 10 players were on the football field for Notre Dame, and they, Ohio State ran the football exactly where the 11th player was supposed to be. Now, they still almost stopped them, but here's my thing. It's not just that that play and those 10 guys been on the football field. A Notre Dame defender had a chance to intercept the ball on that same drive to end things. I'm going to go to the last offensive drive for Notre Dame. 
I went through that situation where you're trying to think about should we pass, should we run. You run the football and you force Ohio State to use their timeouts. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. And it pass. almost yep. was a pick six, but luckily it wasn't, but it still gave Ohio State that extra timeout. That's why Notre Dame defense, Notre Dame, that decision from an offensive standpoint, you're number two on my down list because the fans were ready to storm the field. You're down. You're down. Real quick, if they had stormed the field, would you have been able to escape? No, I was going to enjoy it with them. I was going to be right there <laughs> recording all the festivities like I did last year, Tennessee, Alabama. Okay. I love when teams, uh, when fans storm the field. Okay. I'm not running away from that. I'm going to join in, take in the moment, so I can come <laughs> talk about it on ESPN Radio right here with you, Freddie Coleman. I love the way you confuse journalism with fandom. He's Harry yeah. Douglas and Freddie Coleman with a little three up, three down on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We've given you number one and number two. How about number three? Maybe the Green Bay Packers are right about that Jordan Love guy after all. They're now 17 nothing to the Saints, speaking of ferocious defenses, and the offense letting them down. I give you the Saints yesterday. 17 nothing lead at halftime. Jordan Love would not quit. Whatever play needed to be made with his arm, with his legs, with his head, he did it. He threw the touchdown pass that tied the game at 17. He ran in for the touchdown that allowed them to believe they had a chance to make it 17-11. to No wonder the Green Bay Packers are adamant saying, we need to get this guy on the field sooner than later. Maybe the Packers were right after all, moving on from Aaron Rodgers and saying, Jordan Love, you now have the keys to the kingdom. So far, so good for the Packers and their quarterback, 2-1 and one after calling it a comeback, even though he has not been here for years when it comes to Jordan Love, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. I think my third down, I'm going to stick with college football. And before this matchup ha- happened, a lot of people were asking me, hey, man, you think Colorado was going to be Oregon? And did I think it was going to happen? No, but I was hoping for a better game. Now, when I say I was hoping for a better game, mm-hmm. I was really hoping for a better game, Freddie. Yes, <laughs> I'm <you> sorry. <laughs> but the offensive line of Colorado, now that's, it's evident that the luggage that Coach Prime bought was Louie. The offensive line wasn't a part of that Louie luggage. <laughs> it, it was far away from it. They gave up seven sacks to the Oregon Ducks, and that was part of the matchup that worried me. The defensive line unit of Oregon versus the offensive line of Colorado, but poor Shador, man, was getting hit like a pinata (laughs) at a kid's birthday party. But hopefully they can overcome it. But my number three down has to be Colorado's offensive line because it just looks so bad versus Oregon, a team led by Dan Lanning. Yeah, I give Dan Lanning a lot of credit when he said, hey, they're playing for clicks, we're playing for wins, and everybody talked about how inspirational that was and all that. I'm thinking a lot of inspiration was going on. Deion's inspiration did not work on this, on this Saturday. Dan Lanning's did because he had the better football team, but either way, yeah, that that could be about as ugly as it could get from Colorado because Deion Sanders said, y'all better get us now because this is the worst that it's going to be. And a lot of people take a 3-1 record for Colorado football at the team that finished the season last year at 1-11. and 11. He is Harry Douglas. Hit him on Twitter at HDouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN. We are Freddie and Harry. And sometimes we have our happy hour Mondays starting at 5 o'clock. Oh, no, we get a little early happy hour because Herm Edwards is in studio. Can't wait to get his thoughts on the Jets and that quarterback situation, the Broncos and their defensive situation, and are the Miami Dolphins the best team in the NFL? He joins us next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. The pitch to A-Chain. Oh, no. Oh, oh, 40, 50. He's gone. 30. Nobody's going to catch the A-Chain. Touchdown, Miami. The final score, the Miami Dolphins, 70. And the Broncos, 20. Impressive, man. Absolutely. I was hoping that we kicked it, but unfortunately we didn't. So, honestly, that's respect, you know, just because you don't go for it like that. And the way McDaniel handled it, I think that I was very professional. On this Reggae Monday, that's what we're going to start doing here at Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us in the afternoon Get Down, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. If you're going to have a Reggae Monday, you always need a little good happy hour, too. You play to win the game. The doors are open. Don't press in. It's Happy Hour with Herm. Each and every Monday, our man Herm Edwards, who played in the NFL, who coached in the NFL, he stops by to do a little happy hour with Herm Edwards as the ESPN NFL analyst. It's always a good happy hour because it's good for the show, it's good for the soul, and damn it, it's good for the country when we have happy hour with Herm Edwards hanging out with us in studio. I'm just going to lay it out here, here like this, Herm. Denver Broncos gave us 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. Go. Well, you say that, and, and here, I, I'm still puzzled. Uh, I've been a fortunate to be in that league in the National Football League for over 30 plus years and when I was watching that game and I was sitting in, in the studio because we were talking about all the games right. in, in the radio so I was on the other side 
and I'm looking at this and I'm going, when they got to when they got to 25, like so easy, I went, eh, they're gonna score 50. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> they scored 70. And then I said, is this a college game? <laughs> it's the National Football League. They had over 700 yards. I said, some people don't do that offensively in three weeks. Exactly. They had it in one game. And I said it when the season started. I said, if the quarterback can stay healthy, you're going to have to deal with this team um, and, and how they play football. Uh, it is fun to watch, but it is scary defensively to defend these guys. It really is. Quarterback got hit one time. Wow. Was that, got, in, was that in pregame? He got hit one time. <laughs> it was like, this is like, this is professional football. Those guys are so. There was times when those guys were running. If they were playing flag football, they didn't pull their flags. They were that fast. <laughs> it was like, what am I? Am I watching what I'm watching? It was just. It's unbelievable. I mean, look, Coach McDaniel's does a great job of orchestrating how to get these guys in space. And when you look at them, they're in a bunch of condensed formations. Half the time, there's 22 guys inside the numbers. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they motion, and all of a sudden, some, something happens, and they hit a seam with a runner or a receiver, and the next thing you know, it's a touchdown. It's, it's, it, it's fun to watch. It really, really is. Coach, I got, I got to ask you, because you were a head coach of the National yeah. Football League for a long time, and if you're Sean Payton today mm. and you're, you're with your team and yeah. you're watching this film, well, how, how do you rebound or come back from something like well, this? Well, first of all, look, we, we're, we're not watching this as a team. I'm not watching the tape. I've already called it. You know, when Monday comes in, the coaches show up and say, look, hey, we're going to grade the tape. There's no not a lot to grade. Um, the players can watch it on their own, but we're going to move on. And I'm going to address the team and tell them, look, this is one you better remember. Okay. We're moving on. We, we got a game to win next week, and we're going to prepare ourselves. We're not even talking about this anymore. This is you, – you don't want to look at it. You don't want to let it linger for another day. Everybody's talking about it. We're moving on. Do they play Chicago next? Chicago, Okay, yeah. we got to win us a football game, man. We, we, we got we to gotta, we understand what it feels like to win a game. Right now, we haven't won a game. And it doesn't matter you know, what happened and what happened. We are 0-3. We have not won a game. It all feels bad. We got to feel good. We got to get ready to play a football team that's like us, struggling to win a game. I'm not watching the tape. Okay. I am not. with My coaches and my players are not going to sit in the room and watch that tape. The players can go watch it on their own. We've watched it as a staff. We've graded it. But we're not doing that. I'm not. We're not even wasting my time on that one. That was I've, gone. I've, I've been there before, though, and and, and it might not have been from a right. bad loss, but right. a coach can sense the morale yeah, of something, man. some devastating as a whether it was a last second loss or whether it was a blowout, and they can just say, "Hey, you know what? We need to move on because we don't need to dwell on certain situations and certain things." And I, and I agree with you. That's just one of them things when you get seventy put up on you like that in the manner that it happened in. You you got to go to next and you playing the Bears the bad news Bears too and you there's a chance for you to get a win a great chance you you have to move on and the next thing you're doing you're going to your leaders on your team and you're gonna meet with those guys yep and the first thing you question you're gonna ask is say man make, are we okay mm-hmm. I need to know are we okay you gotta you gotta rally the troops now guys you gotta help me with this we gotta find a way to get through this that that, that, that I'm telling you you can't look at it you don't want to look at it wow why what good is it gonna do you Nothing. 
It, it, right. Bit. Yeah. You're exactly right. Herm Edwards. Right yeah. Herm Edwards, ESPN football analyst. He joins us every Monday for a little Herm happy hour on Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio. You also know about coaching the New York Jets. You coach mm. in that market. Yeah. You had a quarterback that a lot of people worried about, and then Chad Pennington went out there and he delivered more than a couple of wins and a division championship for your football team. The Jets were hoping that Zach Wilson could do the same thing. I know it's only three games in, but it's three years in. When should the court be cut? When do you start having that conversation if you're that organization, Herm? Well, I think behind doors, they're, they're, they're talking. There's no doubt. Um, and when the players lose confidence in the guy, and this is where you're, you're calling a couple guys in and say, where are we at? Now, I say that, but I'll go back to say this. The game that they played against the New England Patriots, that's the game, that's what it looks like. It's a one-score game. Mm-hmm. Somebody, one of your star players that doesn't play the quarterback position, going to have to make a play. And they didn't do it. How does that happen without the quarterback, though? Doesn't matter. Okay. Defense, go, go, go scoop up a fumble. Get an interception. Do something. Well, but, I think, you, Coach, really quick, I think yes. that's where when you had that Queen of Williams tip that screen yes. pass, right? Yeah. And, and, the, and the defender got his hands on yes. it, and it could have been a, a pick play. six. Right. Or when you've but, seen yeah, wh- whatever score on that seam route. Right. So that can't happen. No. Those, those no. mishaps can't happen because of the, the deficiency at the quarterback position. And, and, and you got to – look, look. <laughs> what we watched, we did this in Tampa early when we were in Tampa. We, we, you know, we called it buck ball, and it was ugly, and we play, We made the game ugly. We understood it, but now out of that group of players that played, four, four of them Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. yeah, Ronnie Barber, John Lynch, Sap, Derek Brooks. But when they were playing, they didn't. We didn't know they were Hall of Famers. They didn't know they were Hall of Famers. But we, we understood this. Look, don't worry about what the offense does. We're a defensive team right now, and this is how we got to win. Offense, don't turn the ball over. Just kick it. Just kick the ball. And don't worry about it. They played in the game against the New England Patriots where the New England Patriots were fearful of what? Don't turn the ball over. If we don't turn the ball over, whoever's going to be patient and make a play on defense is going to win this game or special teams. And New England ended up winning the game. This was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. It was ugly. It was rainy. Fans were booing. You get all that, but that's what it looks like. What are you going to ask this dude to do? Go back and drop back 30 times? You got no chance of winning that game. Moving forward, what do they got to do? Well, they got to figure this out. And this is where the coach is going to talk to the GM. The GM's talking. They are probably looking at some other guys. There's no doubt about that. But right now, he's your quarterback. And the way they played, that was the best chance for them to win that football game. And they were in the game. That's, but it doesn't seem like it because they lost. Oh, we lost. It was bad. Well, did you see New England's offense? It wasn't very good either. They hit one scene pass because the corner didn't play the coverage right. And then didn't hustle to go tackle a guy. I'm watching it on tape. I said, man, you need to run that dude down. He was kind of like jogging like, man, man, I messed up. Yeah, but go tackle a guy. Don't let him run in for a touchdown. It's just amazing. But, you know, I understand it. And the defense can sit there and say, hey, man, it's the offense. We can't score no points. Well, defense don't let them score points. Make them Good kick point. field goals. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that, <laughs> that, that's what I would tell them. That's how it works, man. That's how football works. These players ain't crazy. I think I think watching all the games yesterday, I think one of the biggest surprises that we had in the NFL too was the Arizona Cardinals beating the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so so watching that game, what did your eyes tell you about the Dallas Cowboys? That the Dallas Cowboys walked into Arizona, listened to everybody that's been telling them how good they are, 
only giving up 10 points, score 70 points, and say, hey, man, we got this. We're going to go in there. And then all of a sudden, they get in the red zone five times. They're one in five. They commit almost. They commit 16 penalties. Yeah, 13 were accepted. Okay, and now you sit there and you go, we're in a dogfight. We are in a dogfight. And the more it goes on, and you've been there, you've been there now as a player, the more it goes on, you say, boys, we got a chance. Because it ain't no blow. It's one of them games. And you sit there as a coach, you're going, you got to be kidding me. And, you're, and you as a coach are going, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> you're scared to death about games like this. Oh, really? I'm telling you. You're going on the road. You're going to Arizona. Hey, we should be done in the first quarter. That's what the players are saying, right? Okay. And they're all kind of giggly. You know, we're, we're good. We're great. And then you get in a game like this and say, are you kidding me right now, man? <laughs> really? We're doing this. Hopefully they learned a lesson. Look, right. there's only three undefeated teams, guys. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins, San Francisco 49ers, Fly Eagles Fly. Everybody else is just, we got a shot. I mean, you right. lost the game. It's embarrassing, okay? But you got a bunch of them left. So the season by no stretch is over. And, and I think fans get all excited. You know, they think someone's going to go under. No one's winning 17 in a row. You're no. going to lose some games, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and sometimes you lose to teams you should beat. But remember this. Also, the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals – he was the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. He knows how to defend the Dallas Cowboys. He saw them twice a year. So those players in Arizona on that defense says, we got a chance. Right. Co- coach knows how to defend these guys. And the longer it went on, they were going, man, they gained more confidence. Then the offense gained more confidence. And then they took the ball and ran it right down the Dallas Cowboys' throat. And I'm going to tell you something about defense. And I've said it my whole life. Demoralizing. When they throw passes, you know sometimes one of them receivers – and we got one on, on the line with us right now, Harry. They're going to jump up every once in a while and make a great catch. Okay? You got to live with that. That's ball. But here's the one that defeats you. When they take the ball and they run it right down the middle of your defense mm-hmm. and they make yards, it's a helpless feeling. It's helpless. For those who don't know, who've not played football like you and Harry, it's helpless. why is it helpless? It's the body punch. It's, yep. it's like when you, get, when you get in a fight, if I hit him in the face, I can hurt him. No, 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 no. I'm going to body punch him first. And it's like blows. And she's going, oh. And everybody's hollering, knock him out. No, I ain't knocking him out yet. I'm going to keep punching him. <laughs> and that's what it feels like. You're standing on the sideline. You're going, they ran it again. It's second and what, four? And you're going, I don't have a call for second and four defensively. You have no call for second and four in your playbook. Because you're sitting there going, I'm already worried about the next series. Because they're going to make, unless they turn the ball over, they're going to convert this. Okay. Right? I ain't got no call. You're sitting there going, hey, man, every time they run up in here, they're making six yards. I'm going, boys, we ain't got a call for that one now. You got to stop this. And it's, 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 it's wow. the most dis, it, it's devastating when they run the ball on you. It You're is. helpless. You're just, it's a helpless feeling. It's like, we can't stop this. We can't stop it. It's like, oh, boy. A pass. You know, you got a chance. Guy drops back. But the run to turn around and give it to the runner, and you go, oh, boy. Well, and, and, it's, and it's the sense of a uh, of a man moving another man from point I'm A to point B what, man. against his will. It's like, oh boy, this is a bad ball, man. Bad <laughs> <laughs> football right now. Well, the, well, the Cowboys felt that way. I can't even imagine the Broncos felt when you give a three hundred burger like that. That, that 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 was that was human displacement to the twenty fifth power. What happened in that game? Think about how Coach Payton is feeling right now. How is he feeling? I, I, you know, you you, you come. You know, you, you've been a heck of a coach in the league, and you still are a really good coach. But you're 0-3, and you're looking at your football team, and you're going, ooh, 
what do I say? You're trying to figure out what to say. Wow. I mean, you really are. I mean, because that would happen to them. Oof. Coach, that's hard, man. That's a hard one. And remember, last year, the first seven or eight weeks of the season, the Denver Broncos defense was just magnificent. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you watch the defense that that offense couldn't score and they kept turning the ball over. They just kind of lost their way. It was like they're getting so – so now the new season. Right. They got a new coach, right? And now you go, okay, it ain't the same defense. No, it's not. It's like it's, it's – it, it, I look at it and go, what's wrong? Something is wrong. There was so much enthusiasm when coach was coming there. It's Sean Payton, you know, and everybody's excited. And you go, okay. And, and then it was all talk about Russell Wilson. Okay. But now the defensive side of the football, you look at it, you go, what's wrong with these guys, man? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's why it's always a good happy hour each and every Monday when her. I'm so glad I'm in here. You, you, I don't have to glad. do this no more. You, you, oh, that's a, <laughs> my stomach hurts. You know, I know it does. And I feel, and I'm not, you know, I'm one of those guys. I feel bad for the coaches. Right. I feel bad for the players because I've been on both sides of it, man. And you sit there and you watch it and you're trying to figure out, you don't sleep at night. The head coach is trying to figure out, how do I go about doing this? Mm-hmm. And, and because Harry said it, you know, there's this tightrope you're walking right now. Because there's a lot of football left. Right. That's 14, the good part. 14 games. There's a lot of football left, man. Right. But you got to find a way to win a game now. It's kind of important. Wow. Kind of important. It really is. Herm, we'll see you next Monday, my friend. Keep up the great work. Thank wow. you, man. Always great. Have a happy hour. Herm Edwards, he does that each and every Monday. Normally at 5 o'clock, but they got doing so many different things on TV that we decided to have him at 4.30, but he's usually here each and every Monday at 5 o'clock for a happy hour with Herm Edwards as an ESPN NFL analyst. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. And Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. These are the two questions. That should be really asked about the team. The Broncos are about to play this Sunday when it comes to the Chicago Bears. Those two questions will come your way next, and we'll try to have answers on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. 
Bears, they are 0-3. A loss marks the eighth time in the Super Bowl era. They are 0-3 and the first time since 2016. As they cap a frustrating, maddening, and concerning week. And there's going to be a lot of outside noise, and we got to do a great job of just staying together. It is a reggae Monday known as Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining the afternoon. Get down on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Harry, I'll throw these two questions at you when it comes to the Bears. After I warned everybody, after all the conversation, the back and forth, the talk, the apologies, the coming together, we're in this together, one team, one sound, one band like Drumline. I warned everybody, despite all that happening, they were going to get the blood beaten out of by Kansas City. And that's exactly what happened. This game was 41 nothing before it became 41-10. They're off their first 0-3 start since 2016. They've given up 106 points, second most allowed through three games in team history. So, Harry, I need you in your football, Harry Douglas intellect to answer these two questions. What's not working and what's the solution? Well, I'll start with the first one. What's not working, obviously, I think – Everyone who watches this football team play, nothing is. Um, from the offensive scheme, from the quarterback position and Justin Fields not playing and living up to his capabilities, you watch the game yesterday and you see the opportunities that they may have had and you see receivers not coming down with footballs yeah. that deem catchable. Right. Also, the run game hasn't been valuable for this football team. The offensive line hasn't been good. But then you have a defensive-minded head coach. And this is one of the worst defenses in the National Football League. They gave up 41 points yesterday. And you talk about a Kansas City Chiefs team within the first two weeks. We were talking about their defense being the strong point of their team right now. Right. And that was with Patrick Mahomes. So what's better than to have a game against the Bad News Bears? I'm not even going to call them Chicago Bears. What, what's, what's a better game to have if you're Andy Reid and you're Nagy and you're Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. than to go against this defense that right. has not stopped anyone this entire season? So now I, I, I may be looking at Kansas City like this was the jump start to their offense. Because they got an opportunity to play against this horrible defense. And Kansas City, bro, from an offensive standpoint, the Bears defense allowed them to be 10 for 14 on third downs and 5 for 5 in the red zone. What game are you winning if you allow your opponent to go 10 for 14 on third downs Mm -hmm. and to score five touchdowns on five red zone trips? You're not going to win. Not a game in the National Football League you won't. So I think across the board, Freddie, everything is so bad from everything that was going on last week to the equipment getting stolen, which I don't know. How in the hell does the equipment get stolen? Me neither. From a place that's supposed to be secured. But then you have this bad football being played on a consistent basis. And I was and I stayed in Charlotte this weekend when I was uh, staying there because I was doing the Notre Dame and, and Ohio State game. And just hearing people around that city oh, have boy. no faith and no belief in the Chicago Bears to mad. the point to where I, 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 I'm okay saying this right now. Even if things go, go, go this badly the rest of the season, and I understand Matt Eberflus hasn't been there long, I'm trying to figure out how is ownership going to trust him and this yeah. coaching staff if they do have two top five draft picks next year moving on. Because uh, 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 if I'm the owner, I'm going to say to myself, do I want this to happen to mm-hmm. the next young quarterback that I have? Right. But then, you know, Eberflus is supposed to be a, a, a defensive mind, but the defense isn't good. I'm a big believer that if there's a mistake in the building, you don't keep the mistake in the building. 
I agree. And if Matt Eberflus seems to be a mistake in the building, you can't keep that. If you're Ryan Poles, the general manager, you can't keep that. Your Chicago Bears. If you think Justin Fields is a mistake in the building, you can't keep that guy at quarterback. If he needs to go somewhere else and be in a better situation, either way, if you're the Bears, they have literally earned the fact that they could literally be 0 6 after three games. That's how bad they've been. They were not only pathetic yesterday, they were apathetic. When you got both of those addicts together, that's never a good thing when you're trying to figure way out of the abyss that's been the Bears in 2023. Off to an 0-3 start and a clear 0-3 start that has been indicative of this football team. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. And Freddie and Harry, can we finally stop this narrative when it comes to Tua Tungavailoa as the Miami Dolphins quarterback and his success? This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.